All right, everybody, want to welcome you guys to uh, this podcast, my personal podcast. I've been trying to do this for quite a while, but always end up busy doing other things. So this is officially the debut of Carzor's World. Um, yeah, that's still me. Just don't feel like calling it Wilson's World because I don't feel like say I feel like it's just too easy. So we changed it up a little bit. So uh, for the debut episode, I uh, got my cousin Justin Walters on the line. Uh we have so many in-depth conversations and prompting conversations about the NFL draft. This is literally like NFL drafts Eve. So before we drop into what we're doing tonight, just let everybody know where they can find your work and yourself on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at, at Sports Rockets on Twitter. I do work for um, NFL Draft Bible. And uh, my name is Justin Walters. All right. So, sir, uh, so much stuff is being said. Uh, so much misinformation. This is the wonderful things. Like, this is why, to me, I believe, like, most people should just do mock drafts, like, literally 72 hours, no, like, no longer than 72, further than 72 hours out of the start of the draft, because otherwise we're just guessing and so many things change, um, you know, every day. But number one overall pick, what we're going to do is go through the first round, then we're going to just share some thoughts um, general thoughts about other, uh, you know, just other rounds, players we like, uh, players to keep an eye on for your team should they end up there over the course of the, you know, the over the course of the next 72 hours. So the draft tomorrow night, kicks off tomorrow night at 8 p.m. The Browns, everyone knows, have the first and the fourth overall pick. So we already know, I think everybody is assuming that with the first of their four picks, they are taking a quarterback. Which quarterback? Would be it an ideal like fit here. Be Donald, right? Okay. The assumption is Donald. It's because it's between Donald and Allen. It's got to be Donald. I mean, we all have quarterbacks we prefer, but for uh, what they have and his style of play, I think Donald might be the guy. Okay. And then the other thing about I I, I agree with you. Uh, again, this is not personal preference. We're talking about ideal fits for the team and you know <laughs> what they're most likely to do. Just want to go ahead and throw that disclaimer out one more time. Uh, I'm interested to see how that's going to work because technically it's going to be the same offense that Tyrod's operating out of this this year. Um, I mean, the good thing is there's weapons there. Uh, the Browns, because they've been bad for a while, they got a pre- pretty decent offensive line. They're probably going to have to get a you know get the guy to uh, you know uh, take up Joe Thomas's mantle at some point during this draft. But it could be worse, you know, uh, for Sam Darnold by year two which is going to be, you know, year one. Ideally, as long as nothing crazy happens this year, um, you know, they should have that in place. All right, so to the Giants, this pick is just crazy because do they, uh, do they do you make another run with Eli or do you officially just say it's over? But at the same time, they didn't get rid of Eli yet. So uh, do you take Saquon? Do you take your quarterback in the future? Do you take a defense I, mean, I, I like, think they're going to go Barkley, but... I just put, looking at that team. I mean, the Giants are usually a well-run organization, so mm-hmm. for them to be in a two spot, it, it doesn't happen very often. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, worst case scenario this year, you know, if things repeat themselves, they're going to be a solid team. So, I mean, I would go quarterback here, but I'm from what it looks like, it looks like they're going to lean go Barkley. Okay, you said you would go quarterback here, though. I think you have to, with, just in their situation, because that's that's a that's a good team. You know, I mean, they've spent money, so I mean, there's there's quality around that organization, but. You know, you don't get you don't get shots to be in the top five that often. And this is a quarterback draft of. I and mean, there's a, two guys that I like more than others, but I think 
you know, I think I would pro- I would go Rosen myself. All right, see. I, I think they're going to go with um, the running back there. I agree with you. I think they're. I, I don't think they're going to do the smart thing, which is they take a quarterback. I think they're going to take Chubb, just because Gettleman's like, uh, just you know, he's coming from Carolina, and obviously, I don't think he's going to build in the same way, but you know, uh, he has some trends in the way he does things. If we look back at his time, his tenure, and uh, you know, uh, running things for the Panthers. I think that, I think he's probably going to go Chubb there, even though I do agree. I think they should go quarterback. You can get defensive ends later. Um, you can get a quality running back in the second round. Still going to be okay. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're not going to take a quarterback here for all the wrong reasons. They're not going to take a quarterback, and that's not to say if you take Bradley or Saquon, there's nothing wrong with that. But again, you're still not solving the issue. Eli doesn't have five more years in him. Um, why not just get your guy now? You know? So I think that's just pretty much where we're coming from. All right, to the Jets, I think everyone just assuming everyone's in agreement here, they're taking quarterback. Which one are they taking? <laughs> it's there's been a heavy push for Mayfield, but again, Rosen's my guy. And I also I saw a tweet the other day actually with uh, Jamal Adams actually yeah. liking one of uh, Rosen's tweets and, you know, saying that this is a good this is the guy he wanted, so not, not that he has the pull on it, but, you know, I think that's the guy you go with. I, I agree with you. I think Rose is a guy, and you shared that tweet with me. And, and I thought about last year when they talked about what getting a guy like Jamal, Jamal Adams meant for the Jets, uh, the leadership. And, you know, and, and again, I agree with you. I don't know what type of pull he has, but if you brought that kid in last year and you saw him as a leader before he even touched, you know, got into the building, um, I mean, if if – that's one of your team leaders and they vibe with the guy or like, you know, like the makings of the guy. You might want to, you know, just, I'm not saying listen to the kid, but just pay a little bit of extra attention to why he feels that way. Um, I also think Ros- Rosen, I'm um, sorry, not Rosen. Rosen's, uh, I like him better than Maker, Baker. So I think that would be the better thing. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, of course. But for the second of uh, Cleveland's two f- top five picks. So we have him taking a quarterback at one. Here, uh, where do you think they go? Do you have? Do they take Saquon here if he's here? If Saquon's there, I think they go Saquon or, or like you said, which we have Chubb going already. So you go Saquon or Chubb, and I mean, there's a possibility they trade trade out of that pick. Yeah, you know? I, I think they're. Uh, I think if Chubb's already gone, I think they trade back. Um, and the reason being is I, you know, didn't think about this all the way, but they signed Carlos Hyde and they paid him kind of decent money. Um. Why put – and, again, there's nothing wrong if you go ahead and get Saquon and put him in a running back room with Carlos and Duke, but that's a lot of money for one position. Like, you knew you were picking that high. Why go get Carlos Hyde and give him that much money? True, true. So, I mean, I think the smart thing to do is trade back a couple spots to someone who's starving for a quarterback. You already got yours at the top of the draft. And then, you you know, you can add a little bit more things and – you're still ways off. The more talent you can get, the better. All right, so the up up next, uh, we got the Broncos. What do they do? They, do they take a quarterback? Do they trade back? Uh, I mean, we know since, you know, the what was left to Peyton retired, they haven't been remotely close to the same team. Well, the way this one's working out, I, I could see them, I, you know, I could see them moving back with, you know, Buffalo trying to get up there. But I could also see them, uh, you know, I guess you know they coached Allen at the at the uh, pro at the uh, I'm sorry senior bowl, 
So, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe they built a relationship with Allen or Mayfield, but I guess I, I lean Allen. I lean uh, Josh Allen here. All right. Okay, so, again, I feel like they got a good quarterback, just like you do. Um, I know, uh, looking at Pete Schrager's mock draft, he had the Denver trading out of the spot, but to me it doesn't make too much sense because you need a quarterback. I don't know if you're going to be able to get one later unless you do like, you know, um, well, I'll take that back, unless you get, you know, one of the guys we're high on. All right, so what I was saying was one of the guys we're high on, maybe if you do trade back, like uh, Peter Schrager said, maybe you get uh, Lamar Jackson, which isn't the worst thing in the world, so you can still possibly get a quarterback later. Um, but, I mean, it depends. Then you're still kind of rolling the dice, so. I don't know what exactly Denver does, or they just stay right there and they take Josh Allen, as you said. All right, so you got the Indianapolis Colts at six. I almost feel like this is a no-brainer at this point. Andrew Luck hasn't survived yet. Uh, you probably got to address the offensive line. Uh, my question to you is, do you go tackle or guard here? Well, this, and this, this draft is really strong at, at the guard position. I mean, Quentin Nelson's mentioned there's one of the best in a long time and not, not really strong at tackle. So, mm-hmm. And I guess you go Quentin Nelson there. I mean, but this, to be honest with you, you know, I, you better have some belief in Luck because this is a quarterback draft. You're high. And you're passing quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. I guess if you're not going to pick them, you better protect them. So maybe Quentin Nelson's the place to go. All right, so I got an interesting theory here. Just because they're the Colts. And I do think Quentin Nelson would be the ideal fit here. I really, truly believe that. Mike McGlinchey. I think they go tackle him. possible. A little early for him, but... Well, no, no, definitely. I, I definitely think it's early, but at the same time, you know, uh, we were talking yesterday... We feel like it's a little bit more deeper at guard, right? Which yeah, means if you do need a tackle, you can't wait for it. True. You know, or you shouldn't wait for it because there's not that many of them. Same time, I would be hard pressed. Personally, I wouldn't pass with Quentin Nelson. I'm also not the Colts. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know what the. I think Quentin Nelson is the safest pick at that spot. But, uh, well, you know, yeah, remember Colts. also, this is one of the worst rosters. In the NFL, so I mean, and, they can, and there's the not thing. many places they can't go. You know, they, and, and that's the they thing. Got safety, they got a few, right. only got a few, or what? A few of the you know big players. Uh what's it called? You're the Colts, right? Um, you saw how well some of those rookie corners did last year. Uh, do you, <laughs> man? Uh, do you do you take Minka right there? Do you take Denzel Ward right there? Like you said, there's other places they can go. There's other. There's a lot of places across that roster they need help. Right, so. I think the big the first move's got to be looking looking to move back some. You know, I, I've heard they've had interest in Chubb. Okay. You know, and at three, and if he made it to six, I'm sure they jump on him at six. But in you know, in, our, in what we're doing, he's gone. So I think right, like the said, fact you that to move they're interested in Chubb already, you want to get one of the top players in this draft, you got to go for it. You know? Yeah. But the fact that, like you said, that you know, if, they, if Chubb's, if the fact that they're even high on Chubb means that they're not. Uh, it, it comes across that they're not solely focused on protecting luck like that's the like the number one priority over everything so right. best player even though we probably don't agree with that best player available could be the thing there and it, it, it may not be Quentin even though that makes sense uh, right Tampa Bay at seven it's another team where they need some things uh, what do you go here do you, do you go Minka do you go get another corner um, you know uh, what do you feel they need to address I think you could, if, 
you know, I think that Barkley's gone. So I, I mean, I think in this situation, you would have to go defense. You know, if you can, if you can grab a Minka or a Derwin James, I think that's the place you want to go. You know, you can never have enough. It's a versatile players that can match up. I mean, they got some big receivers in that division, a lot of good offense in that division. So, you know, a wild card player who can match up all over the place, like Minka or even Derwin, I think that's where you want to go. All right, I, I think uh, I agree with you. I think they I think they go Minka right there. Um, we got the Bears at eight. Uh, you know they address quite a few needs in free agency. Uh, last year they you know they did a great job. We're now there. They have two of the league's up and coming safeties going forward. Two young guys. Uh, the kid out of Bama last year was Eddie Jackson, paired with Adrian Amos from Penn State a couple years ago. Um, that's a promising safety duo. So now you probably want to go get some corners, possibly. Uh, Denzel Ward, Chicago. That's yeah. That's my that's my choice there. I think I go Denzel Ward. I mean, you might maybe maybe you think about a linebacker, but I think you go Denzel Ward there. Okay, uh, so we got the Niners at nine. Um, yeah, Schrager got Mike Glinchy. I don't want to mess this one up for you. I know how you get. No, nah, no, nah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> if they mess it up, I have to live with it too. So it's fine. Um. I want to say that they trade back if they can. You know, the Cardinals still need to try to go get a quarterback, as do the Dolphins. Uh, we still don't know how the Patriots plan to look at this. That's another team that could possibly move up. Um, yeah, I, I just don't agree with the McGlinchey thing because you still have – you got Staley for another two years. You still have Trent Brown. Uh, I think interior line is more of a need. You address center with Western Richburg. Um, I don't see McGlinchey playing tackle for like the first year or two he's there. So I don't, that's why I don't agree with the McGlinchey. Um, and I don't see him as someone you're moving to, to guard either. So don't really understand that logic. Uh, I think they go Roquan. And the other possible thing, if they don't go Roquan, I guess would be Derwin at that, at that point. Uh, your thoughts at nine, though? I think, I think, uh, you know, after we talked about it, I really think Roquan may be the way to go. I mean, Derwin, Derwin's a, a great player, you know, great, has, a, has a great talent. But where, for where they stand, they, they have two qualities. I mean, Roquan can, can step right in, and whether it's next to Foster or taking Foster's spot, you know, they'll be protected by a, a big a wall of defensive linemen where he can just run around and make plays. So I, I think that is the place to go. Okay, um, and the reason I would say they might trade back for a quarterback uh, for a team that needs a quarterback, and in that case, um, I think I also think that you can address edge a little bit later in this draft. You can still find someone to play that role. All right, so on to 10, uh, we have the Oakland Raiders. Uh, where do they go? This is another team where they got holes to, to fill as well. Yeah, I mean, they can go anywhere on defensive, defensive on the whole defense. This is a draft that's deep in the secondary, especially the cornerback position. So, you know, maybe they maybe they look at um, at a Tremaine Edmonds at linebacker to fill that hole. You know, they've been trying to fill that hole for a while. So, so maybe they go Tremaine Edmonds. Excuse me, Tremaine Edmonds. It's a lot of talent potential. They can they got a lot of potential, but you know, six four and you know, two fifty and chain doesn't grow on trees. So maybe that's where you look. No, no, it definitely uh, it definitely does not. <laughs> not not even a little. All right, so I think at 11 we have Miami. 
do they have to take a quarterback here right now? This is a weird team, man. I they're like I'm assuming they're in rebuild mode, but then you see them sign someone. So I mean, I'm a, I think you gotta go quarterback. I mean, Daniel hasn't proven that he can stay, and we don't even know how good he is to be honest. So you know, you maybe you take a shot with Baker, you know, Baker Mayfield, or um, you know, if Lamar's there. But I I think I could see them snatching up uh, Baker Mayfield. Okay. Um. Here we go. Uh. Up next, we have the Buffalo Bills. AJ McCarron is their starting quarterback. Is this as of this moment? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to chuckle like that. So you, you, yeah, uh, I, you know what? I I I root for Alabama. I used to root. For, you know, I like Boston, I like Saban, I like Alabama, but Tom McCarron will be starting. So you know, you maybe I think he, Lamar Jackson's there. He's probably the right pick, but I, you know, the assumption that him and Tyrod are similar, which isn't really true, may keep may push them away, you know. Right. So I mean, if, that, if that's the case, you know, maybe you, they do have they need receivers. So maybe they look look at a receiver. Um, let me see. Uh, well, maybe you give them a. This is why this is tough. This is why this is tough. All right, so I got one for you. Uh, if they don't go quarterback, Vida Via, you just lost in Dumbakung Su. What's left in the middle of that defensive line right now? Uh, not much. Not, not much. I know they're scoring on the edges. You said what? They're scoring on the edges, you know, on the outside. So maybe, maybe you could grab a Via or a pain. You know. So I think maybe they take Via right there. Possibly. Um, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of pain, but... I am, too. Again, just going with Miami, what they might do. Uh, <laughs> I think they do via. Uh, just because I think, for whatever reasons, NFL, for NFL reasons, I think Tannehill gets another shot before they feel like they have to go get another quarterback. True. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right, just yeah, you know, they give them that 50-year option. That means you've got to play, so. No. Got it. we got to make sure you you all the way fail before we move on. <laughs> you know, we got to make sure. Now you got Arizona at 15. What do you do if you're Arizona? Do you, do you, do you take Lamar? Oh, I'm sorry. Green Bay's at 14. How dare I forget the Packers? They've got some hope. I mean, they could, they could go corner. I wouldn't, you know, maybe a bigger corner. Like, uh, you know, a Carlton Davis or a... I'm a big Mike Hughes fan, so maybe they go Mike Hughes. Okay. And one that's been growing on me actually recently has been Calvin Ridley. You know, right? Why not add a guy who can get open quick? You know, so Rodgers doesn't have to create magic. Oh man! Non-stop. People in this area are gonna hate me. I skipped over the Washington Redskins at 13. When I said Green Bay, I apologize. So oh. uh, the Redskins, what do they do there? Because I think we had Derwin and Minka gone, right? I think I think we have Derwin still. I think we have Derwin still. You're right. I think we have Derwin still. So I think then a lot of Redskins fans get their wish. But then my question, the only reason why I don't think they go Derwin is Monte Nicholson's, obviously, like, that was a good pick last year. Um, yeah, definitely. Swearinger probably got another two years left or whatnot, right? Uh, yeah, I, I hear he's a leader on that team, so. I, 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 think, they, this, I think this is where Deron Payne goes. Right, 
Jonathan Allen and Ryan Anderson and Washington's new Alabama front seven. You know, I, I think I think that's that's where he goes. All right, so now that we went all out of order, now that it's officially 12, 13, 14, we got, we got Arizona at 15. Which, uh, what, again, do we, what do we do for Green Bay? As, as of right now. Right. But, I don't want to be the guy that uses Lamar Jackson for every pick, so I'm going to go <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to work, work, get him out of here, so I'm going to have to get him picked at some point. But. Try to spread it around just a little bit. So, I think they go, I know they have Hassan Reddick. Um, I know you lost Honey Badger. I get that. Uh, I think Tremaine Edmonds. Because I don't think we had him go yet, right? Uh, the... Raiders. Okay, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. We had we had him for, for the Raiders. All right. So, look at the Cardinals. And man, like, I know some people mock Josh Jackson there, but they don't. You know, you got Pat P. You're not playing a whole bunch of zone over there. Uh, I know you had Mike Hughes for the Green Bay, right? That's where. Yeah. Yeah. You you would take Mike Hughes. Right. I mean, they, I mean, they have they have openings. I mean, they lost a ton of them. They can go receiver. You know, they can go. You know, they're big on versatile. I mean, I don't even think we had the third one go yet. Uh, I think, okay, so what do they have at wide receiver right now? They got Larry. I know they lost know. one of the Browns. One of the Browns. Uh, Calvin Ridley. I think I'd go Calvin Ridley there. I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. Give Sam Bradford someone to throw to while he's healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then their backup will have another young guy to throw to. All right, the Baltimore Ravens, 16. What the heck do they take? Well, I think all the Alabama guys are gone, and they're known for, for taking Alabama guys. Maybe they go, um, that's what, I mean, they actually have one of the better rosters in the league, if you really think about it, especially defensively. You know, and, you know, I'm not going to go quarterback because I think we use them all. Yeah, yeah, they pretty much, uh, pretty much got that out the way already. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, what do you like to to go there? Because uh, you know they need weapons. I think this is where Cortland Sutton goes. The Ravens got to get us. They have to get yeah. a type of pass catcher that stays healthy and plays. Um, you know, we had really already big target. Started. Yeah. Big target for Flacco. Uh, you know, wide catch radius might not be a bad thing. All right, so we got the right. I mean, you, you know, it's big enough to help on those tackles when he goes with interceptions. So you, oh. you, need, you need someone out there, you know? I'm not going to comment on that. All right, we got the Chargers at 17. <laughs> All right, so what what do they do? Um, you know, we you, they got Bosa. They got Ingram. And we know that they, they you know, they, they gained a little bit of momentum last year. Um, but... They pretty much underachieved, though. How do you feel yeah. about their offensive line? You feel like their offensive line is okay? It's solid? I think they, last year, remember, they, they had a lot of injury, preseason injuries. Right. You know, they had Lamp, Lamp Garden preseason, I believe one of the other line. I mean, so, but them, this is one of those teams, I mean, they can beat anyone. And they can, you know, and of course, they can lose to anyone, as they've proven. But, you know, there were times where it looked like they were the best team in that division. Mm-hmm. You know, so with them, maybe adding another weapon, whether it's, 
defensively, you know, they're fine on the edges, on the ends. So, you know, maybe a, one of the, an inside rusher or uh, a D-back. They're strong on the corner. I like the corners, so maybe a safety. All right, so um, I'm going to Los Angeles. This is another uh, one of those, uh, you know, those places where one of the members of the Seattle coaching tree is. Um, you got Casey Hayward on one side. I know you got Verrett. Uh, I don't think Josh Jackson hurts you right here. Yeah, yeah, not a bad pick. Fits the scheme. Uh, you get another, you know, ideally puts, you answer that, you know, you might make it easier on Verrett. Now you can, like, officially slide him inside. And the yeah, fact you that can't, can't challenge the ball skills. Mm-hmm. Jackson has incredible ball skills. I think that could really help that pass rush a little bit too, because you can you can you can find a bigger body to plug in there later in the draft. But right. I think Josh Jackson's too perfect a scheme fit. All right, so Seattle at eighteen, they let a lot of people go. What do they do? <laughs> They're in a position really where I mean they can go best player. You know, I'll throw, a couple, I'll throw a couple names. You know, you can look at a maybe maybe you look at a DJ Moore. Maybe you look at defense. You know. Um, you know, they let Michael Bennett go, but they can go there. But they're, you know, they've, they've got depth up front. So, you know, with them, maybe you go, um, yeah, they're big on just ability, athletic ability. You know, maybe they look at Isaiah Oliver. So maybe they look at, uh, you know, maybe they look at a Tatum Bryant, who's, you know, who's raw, you know, from the defensive front. Okay, I got one for you. you as you said, they're big on, on athleticism. Harold Landry. Yeah, I was just, just looking at that, yeah. Harold Landry might be the guy, especially considering in that division, if you don't have a pass rusher, you're not going to have a shot. You got to even the playing field. All right, so... I mean, they, they do have the worst, one of the worst offensive lines ever. They do, but... I think, we, I think the, the big names are gone, though. The big names are gone. So. I mean, they... Even if the... Maybe a win, I mean, a win. still there, but this, right. is the, this is the team that just... It feels like they've just refused to address this in the <laughs> true, past. true. So it's hard for me to think that they're going to address it now, even though Isaiah Wynn would be great right here. I just don't think this. They've just neglected it so much, I don't think they would do it. But I would like them to take Isaiah Wynn there for Russell Wilson's behalf. But, hey. I do, too. I do, too. Dallas Cowboys in 19. What are you guys doing, man? Oh, boy. I refuse, and I read some locks, and I refuse to allow the Cowboys to take Leighton Vandridge. So we're gonna, we're gonna. I think Isaiah Wynn would be a great fit, but I just feel like investing so many first round picks in the offensive line. But at some point, that's gonna catch up. You know, you, you can't pay everybody. You know, and this team has holes. Um, I got. I wouldn't mind Rashawn Evans. Okay. Cool, because that that's that's who my guy is for you guys. Uh, yeah, get you somebody who could play up front. That, that, that's a game record. Uh, someone wore it for when Sean Lee goes down, is ready to step up. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and then it's somebody who can grow old with Jalon Smith as well. Uh, all right, to the Lions at 20. If you're Detroit, the Lions, what are you doing? I think if you're the Lions, you gotta, you got to look at a defensive back. You, know, you have Slay, who's one of the best, you know, one of the better clubs in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you look at, uh, you know, a Jair Alexander or uh, 
Uh, maybe another target for um, for Stafford, but I think Jair Alexander is the place to go for them. Okay, I, I like that. If you're Cincinnati now, Cincinnati at 21. Let me double check the next. Actually, let me double check. So, yep, Cincinnati at 21. Uh, you know, same same old story every single year, man. How do you fix this? <laughs> How do you fix it? I, I think honestly, again, as, as we said with uh, with San Diego, Cincinnati's probably one of the most talented teams in the league. You know, you, mm-hmm. you look at that roster. Well, I mean, depending on what you how you feel about Dalton, but I mean, there's talent on that roster. You got one of the best receivers in the league, mixing a quality running back. You know, you blew the Ross pick last year. You know, you're talking about moving the defensive back last year. But they traded a tackle. But they, I think they got a tackle. I'm sorry, they they got a tackle from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, so that takes away that that takes away that need. So, Justin, would you still feel like offensive line is the area they need to address if you're Cincinnati? I think in um, in this situation, maybe if we got if, if Wynn's still here. You know, or Will Hernandez. I don't remember if we have Wynn still there, but if Wynn's there, I, I definitely take Isaiah Wynn from Jordan. I think I had Wynn going already. Okay, so in, in that case, you know, I'll go uh, with a Will Hernandez. Okay, you uh, have some teams upset. All right, so Cleveland at 22. Or, no, I am wrong. I'm sorry, that is Buffalo at 22. What, what do you do here? So in the, the with the first pick Buffalo had... Uh, I think we said they would take Lamar, right? Right. Is that the place we agreed for them to go? Okay. So here, if they take Lamar, personally, I would feel like you should get Lamar another toy to throw to. You're at 22. Why not just get DJ Moore? Sounds good. Put him next to Benjamin and whatever whoever else they got and see what you can do. Because, you know, you lost Woods to L.A. Right. Uh, and I think DJ would be the type of guy where – you know, while you're as a defense, you already got to count for Lamar. Uh, DJ's the type of guy to stretch that field for you, man. Uh, I think it could really be something positive. All right, New England Patriots, twenty-three. What the heck do they do? Oh, this is New England. I mean, they can pretty much do whatever they want. They, they find a way to make it work. But, right. uh, you know, the I think it's, there's no quarterbacks left. You know. I would imagine secondary, you know, okay. especially with the way uh, that Super Bowl ended. Yeah, yeah. No, that, 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 I don't think anybody could fault them for that at all. Um, I'm going to go in a different route right here. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, what is it, Connor Williams from Texas, the tackle? Yeah, not a bad pick. Replace uh, like so, the Giants. That's not, yeah. yeah. So, so I think, I think you, take, you take him here just because you're going to be picking, like, literally within the next 10 picks again. Um, yeah. So if you're, you know, if those bigger quarterbacks are gone uh, and you don't, if you stay here and you don't trade up, uh, you know, I, I think you'll still be okay. All right, Carolina Panthers at 24. Gettleman's not there anymore. Um, what do they do? We know their offensive line hasn't exactly been the best ever. Do you, do you go old line here or do you, you address another area? Um, I think uh, James Daniels. Iowa, I think he's a he's one of the better. He's a center size center and guard. Okay, he wouldn't be a bad pick here. I don't think that'd be a bad pick at all, considering you know, uh, give Cam a chance to breathe. No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind the receiver to be honest, but I think we took them big big names off the board already. Right, 
right, right. Uh, yeah, I just think I, I don't think a receiver would be bad either, but maybe you can get one later. Like you can still get a receiver, but you look, Cam's Cam's an all world talent. You gotta protect him at some point. Please. Try to protect him. Some point. All right, twenty five, the Tennessee Titans. What do you do there if you are them? What area of the team do you address? At this point, with them, I think a, a, a DN would, would be a good decision. Um, at this uh, best one left now, you know whether you you want to move up someone or maybe take Davenport, you know, Marcus Davenport. Uh, that hurts my heart, but yes, I, I don't think that can hurt at all. Um, if they were to go linebacker right there, who would you like as a linebacker there? Or you? At this, you this like point, the, linebacker. The only guy left is uh, Leighton Vanderus. I mean, if you. Could go there. Yeah, I think I'd probably, uh, I'd probably go in with you on that one. I, I don't think I would want to take that monster. All right, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> what do they address and why? So we know their offense got up and down last year. Their defense, we talked about this yesterday, their defense is of all the Seattle coaches that branched out. They have like the miniature version of that scheme where everyone's just a little smaller. Uh, do you address the defensive side? Do you go corner here? Uh, do you try to get another pass rusher? Or do you address the offensive side of the ball? Well, I think for them, I think Hurst wouldn't be a bad idea. If, you know, if he's, if he's healthy, you know, they have the heart issues with Maurice Hurst. Oh, okay, defensive tackle, Maurice Hurst. Yeah, now that wouldn't hurt. But, I mean, I mean, it fits what kind of fits their style, which, you know, whether mm-hmm. we like it or not. They like small, quick players, and you know, that's going to work for them. And, I mean, this is a player that's been mentioned as one of the top 15 to 20 players before before his issue with his heart, which is said to be clear. Mm-hmm. You know, and if not, maybe you go with a Taven, Taven Bryan who's has a high ceiling, but, you know, has been up and down and just, but has one of the quickest first steps of any lineman. Um, All right, so we're, that was the Falcons. All right, so the New Orleans Saints, they, uh, they hit in the draft pretty big last year. Um, I personally, I think maybe this is where I can't ever say the kid's name. The, the tight end out of Penn State. Oh, Gasicki. Yeah. Gesicki. I think maybe this is where they go. They they tried to get Jimmy Graham back. They couldn't. Um, that offense, you know, I know it was humming along last year, but they're missing that, you know, you still feel like they're missing a little something. Even though I thought they did a better job last year, trying to be more balanced. Um, you know, get Drew another, another big body tight end. I'm with you. I mean, I... Whether we, I would might have chose a different tight end, but you know, Kasicki doesn't block, but he's not really much blocker at all. Right. But he's a you know quality receiver. All right, so we kind of agree that maybe it's tight end. What tight end would you choose right there? I'll probably uh, go to Dallas Goder. Okay. Uh, South Dakota State. But, right. but we are in agreement that tight end is kind of like the. <laughs> we are in agreement on the position. Yeah. Right, right. Nothing wrong with that. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers. Lord, where do? Wow, just period. Wow. Okay. Uh, where I mean, there's there's a lot of things going on over there, um, but I would I would I would I'm gonna assume you're gonna say defense there. Definitely, definitely. All right. So, what area? We, we... the per the for honestly, the player that would fit there per- the best, you know, when it's gone already. Right. Is, um, I think Rashawn Evans would be a great fit to step into um you know Caesar's spot. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I wouldn't mind maybe Ronnie Harrison, step okay. to strong safety. 
right, this guy just sounds like a stealer, no matter how I feel about him as a player. Uh, this I think this is where Vanderbosch goes. All right. Um, so the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, literally, you just get to go BPA and enjoy your life. What's here for them, right here? Now this is a team that can definitely go best player available. Yeah. You know, they they're, they're just. A, I mean, a, their biggest need, honestly, is probably slot corner. They lost. Lost. I was uh, And you had Jair uh, going already. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe they reach and take a Dante Jackson. You know, I you know it's early. But, you know, maybe you reach there. I, mean, I would, I, mean, I would, if they could somehow maneuver a way to get a quarter, get one of these quarterbacks, I think that would. I mean, is it really a reach? You know, like, you know what you have on offense. You got a bunch of young wideouts. You got a stud running back. Your offensive line is solid. You, you address one big piece in free agency uh, with the offensive linemen they got there. Uh, I don't think Dante Jackson would be bad. Like, if you're going to. Say it works and he's able to unseat the current guy at nickel, you're cool. If it doesn't work immediate, you're still okay. Yeah. You know, like it's literally a win-win situation for them. All right, the Minnesota Vikings, um, what do they do now? I think they would they, they can keep going with the offensive line over there. I okay. Think. Would you, uh, you talk about tackler or would you go guard here as well? Probably go guard. Okay. All right. Um... Frank Ragnow? Right. Hey, Frank Ragnow, definitely, definitely. Okay. All right, so the New England Patriots with their other pick, where where are you going here? I know where I'm going with this, but where are you going? Patriots. Uh, who did we take with the first pick? The first pick with them? Oh, man, I don't even remember. That's bad. <laughs> it was early on. Um, oh, I took oh, a tackle. We took a tackle. We took a tackle. Yeah. Took a tackle. At this point, you you got to address defense in that. So then, um, all right. So I know they have Trey Flowers. Everything. Do you do you go interior defensive line here? Do you find the guy who could be the guy next to Malcolm Brown, or do you go secondary? You know, I wouldn't a player that's you know might be a little early for him. But I probably maybe I'd take a shot at Lorenzo Carter. It's okay. Player. I mean, I'm higher on the most, but he's versatile. He's played off the ball and edge rusher. Okay. And we know versatility is kind of a thing if you're in New England. That always makes you a little bit more attractive to them. I mean, you can use them. Maybe they use them as kind of like how they use Jamie Collins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, another one of these teams in a win win situation uh, where even if it might be deemed a reach here, what do you take? I think I'd go guys here. Maybe, maybe uh, uh, Ronald Jones, one of the two. I'm depending on what you want. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a Ronald Jones guy. Uh, I think guys would be great there. I'm agrees. I think guys would be wonderful right there for them. Um, I was going to initially say, do you go Sonny Michelle there? But Grice is still on the board as well. So, I mean. I think with, with three of those guys, man, that's a, it's, it's going to be a coin toss based off your preference as a team. Right. But either way, you know, you're, you're in a good place in life. In a really, really, really good place in life, if that's what you're choosing from, as the uh, you know, as the reigning champs, life could be so much worse. Right, so yeah, like, ask, the rest of their, like the rest of their division. <laughs> what division, man? Yeah. All right, so gonna ask you, just uh, give me like two or three names of guys that 
you're going to be keeping an eye on later in the draft or just, just you know, draft crushes. See where these guys may end up. Did um, Isaac, was it Yeadon from Boston College? I, I think I told you about him after, senior, after watching the Senior Bowl. Like, yeah. Just impressive, impressive. You know, long corner, gets his hands on you, makes, makes receivers work, you know. And the more you watch, you know, you start to see the name, see his name kind of trickle up, work up the more so. You know, he's a particular player. He probably will work himself in the day two. Early okay. And then uh, another guy that is, um, Antonio Callaway. Yeah. Again, he has the off-field concerns, but I mean, just the more I think about it, is you could double up and you grab a receiver day two, or you know, late day one, early day two, and you can grab this guy six, seven round. It is off the field straight. You might have the best receiver in the draft. You know, this with return kicks, slippery with the ball, it's got, he's explosive, he can make plays. He was all four to have, and that's with an offense, with a quarterback and offense that was terrible. Right. So you got big, you know, I think Bill, you got Bill Mahomes beat Nameplay, you got Bill Mahomes beat Desmond King last year, you got Bill Mahomes beat, you know, I think Derwin, I seen him. It's just, uh, just beating up on some of the best corners in the country. Yeah. All right. Um, I think a couple guys, uh, I want to see where the two big wide receivers go up. Auden Tate and Equinemius St. Brown. I want to see where they end up. Um, yeah. yeah. Definitely interested to see how that works out. Uh, Devron Davis, I want to see where he ends up. Uh, another guy, pick it up. Uh, I want to know who's going to take Hercules Mata'afa and where they see him, how he fits on their team as a, you know, as, as an edge guy. Um, right. Arden Key and Josh Sweat, some of you know, the guys, the injury guys. Because it's not a talent yeah, issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are the type of things where if it's not injury. Go ahead. You know, Dorrance Armstrong from Kansas. Yeah. And Kamoko Ture from Rutgers. It's such the way the league is now, you know, it's such so big on pass rushers. I mean, if you can get off that edge and turn the corner, it's a spot for you. You know, so they may not be early, too early, but, you know, sometimes mid to late day two, you know, those are the type of guys that make a difference. Right. And then another thing, just to keep an eye on for everyone as you're watching is, if, you're, if your team's in need of secondary help and they don't address it on day one, it's not the end of the world. You, There is such a wealth of talent in this draft. Uh, you can find quality players late in the secondary. Really quality players if your team knows what they're doing. So don't get discouraged if you feel like corner, you know, secondary is a priority, but because, you know, best player available, they, took, they went with another position. Don't fault your team. Don't get mad, you know. On day one, because your team didn't get that corner. Day two, and even on day three, that guy day three this year, especially with that safety crop, you, you're gonna be just fine. You're gonna be just fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got another one for you. Uh, okay. Tremaine, and, no, it's Tremaine and Brother Terrell. Yes, it's about this the corner I, this time. I think if you want to take him, they're both playmakers. I mean, he, he made as many plays as Brother. He, he just didn't get the side. Yep. But I mean, he's all over the place. Uh, then obviously we, we'd be remiss if we, we forgot Mr. Shaquem Griffin to see who decides uh, he's going to fit what they, what they do or, or what team. And I'm interested to see what team because I want to see what scheme they're going to play him in because that's a disruptive guy and that's something where in this league where everybody wants to spread everybody out. You got somebody in your front seven is 4-3, four, 4-4. Four, four. Man. Hard to get your hands on him. Man, just, just, just t- tough to deal with. 
uh, period. Um, and there's just so many disruptors in this draft, uh, like some of the guys you named that are coming from different places. Uh, it should be a good one, man. Um, we're going to watch some teams. I can't wait to look, you know, when we look back on this to see what people's draft falls are like, not in terms of grades, but in terms of, like, scheme fit. Um, right. Just to right. see how, how – and I guess when we look back on it, that's how we're going to look at it is how many guys fit your scheme and how they translate to what you do. Cause that's what matters. It's not the, I don't care about the overall number of your, you know, if you, you take all 300 prospects, you're like, this guy's 252, but for this team, he's top five. That's a darn good pick. Yeah, exactly. Remember, after the time, like we spoke about the other day, just each team, if the teams have the same draft, then they're doing something wrong. Yeah. We're not running the same so much talent out there. If you could fit it to what you do, you know, maybe Alvin Kamara wouldn't fit every team last year. The right team took him and used him properly. Ends up with rookie of the year. Right? teams like that, I think. If you can fit your scheme, you know what you can fit your board to what you're trying to do. You know, that's what the better teams are doing, which happens to seem like some of the younger teams. Yeah. Seems like they're catching on to that a little bit quicker than, than others. And it'll be interesting to see if some of these, these teams, like, even with the Giants, you know, it's an older, it's kind of like an old school GM they got. Do they still stay in that old school mind, like that old school, the old school like team building? Yeah. Or do I they catch up in times? They don't go quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how that works out because we've seen with some of these younger teams, what they care most about is getting their guy at that position, and then they get everything else together. Right. They want to make sure they get the guy. Then after that, they're fine. Everything's good. Oh, man, I forgot about Orlando Brown Jr., man. You know, uh, the guy that everybody all of a sudden hated because tape doesn't matter. Uh, someone's going to come up <laughs> on a really good tackle. He may, he may have got a 40 time that's still thinking, but, man. but there's something about not giving up like that. <laughs> for some reason, this is like, think about this. We're literally, like, not we, but people are literally mad. We're, people are skipping over that part. Like, that's an easy or, like, easily uh, attainable goal. Oh, he didn't give up a sack all year for the Heisman Trophy winner. All right, cool, but did you see his 40, though? What do you mean? Well, no, no, hold on. Go back. He didn't give up a sack. You know, but this should be fun, man. So enjoy watching the draft, as always. Appreciate you. Uh, guys, thanks for checking out the first episode of Cardinals World. And, you know, we'll, we'll get back with you guys, you know, after this draft. Um, and this is the thing with, the, with this podcast. It's going to be sports all the time. I don't know what we're talking about week to week, man. It's just my mind. Something's wrong upstairs, so we're going to figure out where we go each and every week. But, uh, cu- uh, cousin, thank you so much. Truly appreciate it. Thanks for having me.